Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to <laughs> series two of We Heart Worry. Worry. I love the way you come in there with that echo and worry. It feels yes. strong and right. Good. Did it? My, it did. I loved it. It was like um, it was like being supported by a backup singer. But oh. it felt, I should say that. But it felt like you were a Beyonce in your own accord. Mm. Oh, I like of that. your own accord, not in your own accord. I don't even know what I'm oh. saying. Um, that's 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 nice because I remember when I was little, I really wanted to be a backup singer. Just thought it was. I remember this. You telling me this. You yeah. wanted to be a backup singer for you too. Oh yeah, there was that as well. I wanted to be a backup singer in general, right? Because I thought it, was, it okay. looked like the most glamorous job of life. Yeah. Um, the BVs you know. they call it. Do they BVs backing vocals? Right. Okay. <laughs> you see. <laughs> My interest should have brought me to that knowledge, but I was about six. Listen, you're giving it the full name. You're acknowledging the full, the weight of the, the job in itself. Yeah, the Back full title. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, my name is Yasmin Akram, by the way. Oh, yeah. that's And my name is Philippa Dunn. Um, and we are doing a, a comedy podcast about our worries. Um, yeah. We're in series, season or series two. We call seasons series in this country. Yes. Um. But you could call it a season. A season. And as you can see, it's already going really well. Yeah, and the thing is, we're not in the same room. No, we're not. We're doing this live via Zoom slash Zoom. What's the other thing we're using? Um, Clean feed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think apologies in advance if there's any talking over each other. Mm. Um. It There might have already been a, an instance or two. And I'd say that... The, the worst perpetrator will be me for that because I'm very, so. very keen. Listen, you've got lots of thoughts and that's what I've always loved about you. You're in, <laughs> you're you're supporting, you're telling me again, again, this is why you would have been a natural backup dancer, a backup dancer, backup singer. Singer. Uh, and I, BVs. I just, BV. I just thought it looked like the most glamorous job mm. in the world. And um, yeah, there was the time I genuinely thought I could uh, join you too if I simply just dropped them a line. Because mm. um, there was a lot of you two played in our house growing up. Yeah. And. Um, so you felt like there was a way in just because you knew all the hits. Well, I thought there was a female presence lacking. I think that's you know? a very, very fair assessment of that band. And I thought, you know, the, you know, there'd be no harm to get a bit of a a, a, a girl vibe going on, um, you know, just to break up the monotony. And I thought I could go out the front to do a bit of dancing. Uh, and also, you know, provide a few vocals. And I just thought that by simply writing them a letter and going, lads, um, I'm I'm only 11, but I can foresee myself being free between 
June and August next year. Are you touring around then? or yeah, I, can, I can come down. Come down I for a jam. Get on a flight or whatever it might be. You mentioned the words yeah. girl vibe there. And I think if oh. we and you had been selected for a 90s girl band type situation, mm. like a bewitched mm. or whatever, mm. our band would have been called Girl Vibe. Yeah. I think Me, you're, I think you. you're correct. <laughs> some others. Twins. Some twins we'd have found oh, somewhere. Some lovely twins. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, but we, we, can, we there's nothing we can do about that now. Yeah, um, exactly. We can't go back in time. Um, Phil, it's been mm. a while. I've, I'm sure that you've been accumulating worries over this time. Um, what's yes. been going on with you this week, worry-wise? What's what's the, what's the haps in Finland? Well, <laughs> in Finland this evening, I only went and um, triggered myself with my own dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's a sentence. <laughs> It's like, uh, it's um, basically, I'll, I'll give you the word chicken. Right. Um, anytime I'm I'm cooking with, with raw chicken, uh, oh. it's a serious kind of a worry fest goes on in the kitchen. And I did it to myself this evening again. It's it's just, is it cooked? Is it, you know, is there any pink bit? Is there? Now, it's fine if I'm just feeding myself mm. and himself, right? But heavens forbid I'd have a guest over. Okay. And I'm unconfident in the chicken prep, you know, and I'd be like um kind of watching them eat it to see does any morsel offer up any pinkness or anything like that. And I'm just like, "How you how, how's the dinner going there?" you know. And Could then you the chew next with your day, mouth open. Yeah, so I can just look at the color of the meat. <laughs> um and then the next day like I'd always be like, "Oh god, I hope I didn't poison them last night with the with the dinner." And then I'll drop them in like a casual text and be like, hi, how's any any plans for the day? And if they don't mention anything about hospital or yeah, or food poisoning, or anything, yeah, then I feel like I'm in the clear. But like, I, I, I will sweat it, you know. What is the now? I'm going to sound very stupid, but I'm going to go with it because I think a lot of people might be misremembering uh, the, the whole chicken thing. What mm. is it that, that uncooked chicken gives you? Is it um, just a food poisoning or is there a, a word? Salmonella. Salmonella. Oh God, sorry, the- Phil. Your cat just appeared over your shoulder. <laughs> I thought I thought it was an actual ghost. Oh, ah, uh, but uh, yeah, no, no, that's the cat, and um, there she is now. I mean, you can't see her on the podcast, but she's she's a beautiful beast. Sorry, she getting gets- back. Chicken is salmonella. Yeah, because I think I saw something the other day. God, isn't this a coincidence? I think I saw something the other day that says chicken gives you salmonella. Mm. Or uncooked chicken gives you salmonella, but uncooked salmon doesn't give you chicken anella. <laughs> no, and I don't. I don't know if I if if this is correct, but I feel like out of all the raw meats, mm-hmm. chicken is the worst offender. It can give you the the worst kind of run stuff. Yeah. Mega have you trots. ever have you ever had food poisoning before in your life? Um. I don't. You see, I've got a very strong constitution vis-a-vis my intestines, etc. But I did give myself. I gave myself. (laughs) Oh no! I gave myself the mega shits once because I ate a whole whole bag of Bombay mix. I had a whole bag of Bombay mix. 
spicy snack. I've had Bombay mix in the past and I've stomached it well. Plus, plus I, as I said, I've got a very strong constitution vis-a-vis my guts and intestinal organs. Oh my God. So Did I, you, I went into it with full, full confidence. The dryness of a Bombay mix, though, a whole bag of Bombay mix. Were you, did you have? It's awful nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't the Bombay mix that was the offender. Maybe it was the fact that I was licking the dust off my palm for a full <laughs> So the way it gets, it would get stuck to your palm. Yes, yeah. The fragments. Well, do you know you what? Know? I'll say, I, I do know that happens, but I don't like Bombay mix. Do you not? I know. And as somebody who originated from the Punjab... You'd yeah. think that there would be something in the, my constitution that would bring me towards a spicier type oh, of mix. Oh, it's gorgeous. I love it. I love it. Is that your top snack of all time? I mean, no, hang on, right? So if you ate a Bombay mix and made mm. yourself sick, isn't mm. that one of those things where once you have food poisoning, you can never eat that thing again? Yeah, I couldn't eat Rolos for years because I blamed <laughs> Rolos for me. <laughs> Puking after a birthday party when I was about... Seven. Absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I hoovered up about 90% of the party <laughs> with my gob. And then I came home and went, I don't feel very well. And um, But it was the Rolos who got it, got the blame for that one. I, yeah, and then I, you can't, mm. you can't see. Well, I think maybe it is true, though, because, you know, if your subconscious mind has taken that in as the offender, I mm. think there's some truth in it. Maybe it was mm. the, the Rolos that tipped you over the edge. But no reaction yeah. to Bombay Mix, you'd still do that now, would you? Oh, uh, tentatively. Yeah, I'd be cautious. <laughs> I, 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 I would, I would need the full bag. I'd just have a yeah, sure a sampling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know what I'd, go for, I'd, I'd go for. No, I'd go for the peanuts first. Yeah, oh, I do love a dry roasted peanut. Mm. So listen, come here to me though. The, so the chicken yeah. has never been a real, a real realized. Um, you've not had food poisoning from chicken yourself. No. No. You've never. Have you heard of? Is this a family thing, or is it just the? It's more about you hurting other people with your misplaced chicken. A bit of that. Or, chicken. Or, it's chicken germs, basically. Um, right. It's not misplaced like, chicken. It's undercooked chicken. Let me get it right, first of all. Plus the germs associated with a raw chicken that you're just potentially spreading around the kitchen. Because I, I do have my moments of germ phobia. Not as, sure. Not, I'm not the worst with it. But um, before I know it, sometimes... Uh, you know, you could be making some chicken and next thing I know is the germs are everywhere. And I'm kind of like, oh. oh, oh, oh God, that needs to be wiped down and that needs to be. And then, and then I'll just be like looking at the chopping board and I can almost see and hear teeming with chicken germs. And then I'm like, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll bring it out into the garden and I'll just incinerate it because I just, I can't. Um, I just don't like the thought of that. Um, and then of course, obviously then if you undercook chicken, then that's, that's a big no, no. Well, um, yeah, there's a few things that's come into my mind. First of all, yeah. did you ever see that ad that was on years ago about like germs? Because it always made me hyper aware of like chicken stuff. Like there was a woman mm. wiping down some surfaces and it was like, this is all shit. I mean, they didn't say that in the ad, but they were basically <laughs> saying, <laughs> you need to get a, like this kind of wipe and or else, you know, your whole surfaces are teeming with bacteria. Mm. And of course, it was aimed at mums because there was a child in a high chair and you know that that was going to make them feel That scared. was from Milton, wasn't it? I remember Maybe it. Was for, I remember just going, oh, Lord, now I feel properly scared. Oh, that ad, I think, helped in, in placing the worry that I was 
actually in fact spreading germs that you could spread germs from one surface to the next right. if it's the right if it's the same ad we're thinking could about be the same ad i mean this could, there was a few no. of them wasn't there in that in that vein mm. but mm. so okay hang on right how are you cooking your chicken are you are you letting it are you giving it the chance to are you doing low and slow no this evening right. this evening was um in the oven Okay, that's that's hard to get wrong. Yeah. I, and yeah. also, I, I, like, how long are you putting it in for? 30 minutes. 30 minutes, I think that's a great time, Phil. Yeah, yeah. It's a great time for a fillet. I would have thought so, yeah. My preferred way is just to have it frying in the saucepan in front of me because then I can just, like, really observe it. Can you, do you do, I do this sometimes where I get the, the spoon and I cut into a bit and look mm. around and see, is it oh, done? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah usually my um my chicken pieces will end up in into mere fractions of what they were before because I've I've gone in there and I've broken them Just, up. They're yeah. They're little tiny almost like um rice flaked <laughs> flaked chicken. Yeah. Oh, Philippa, with this flaked chicken you are spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't, look, I get it. At the same time I'll, I'll be really honest, I think I'm a bit of a mucky pup because I don't worry about chicken in that way and maybe i should because sometimes no. i play i play fast and loose with my bells really i just like, fast oh, this will be f-. they're they're listen i only had one bout of extreme gastroenteritis when i was 20 i think it took mm. me to the floor it was awful mm. but other than that i've never had a dicky tummy and i will eat anything if it mm. stands if it stood still long enough it's in my mouth mm. same as that that's, that's what it says in my Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Like it's a joke. It's a joke. Um, I don't. I don't have. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't get stomach anything. I, I find that I'm a cough and cold kind of a right. Okay, a person. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think it's yeah. I think it's because I've got um, I've got the the leanings of uh, the germ phobia. So what it is is. The the fear is the fear is germs, but it's it's been uh, regulated or um, uh, concentrated onto chicken. It's understandable, but at the same time, your the, the way that you describe described your cooking of a fillet mm. and in the pan, mm. I think you're I think you're in good hands. I think you're you're, you're you've done what you need to do. I know you're. T- I listen. I know what you're going to say to me. You're going to say yes. You're going to say it's the chopping boards. It's the chopping boards. Stick them in the boiling water. Isn't that what Mm. you do? Mm. Yes, I will. Okay, so I this is what I'll do. I will chop a chicken breast with a knife and a fork. Right. I'm not touching that thing. Absolutely no. And then I will chop it up directly into um, the pan or wherever it's going. Um, And then all that, the the chopping board, the knife and the fork goes into the sink. And right. I may boil a kettle and douse the shit out of it. Or that I'll is... get my bottle of squiz and just squiz all over it <laughs> with the anti-back. I, and now I feel slightly dirty because I, I will cut a, a chicken fillet with my hands. I mean, with a, with a knife and, and resting a hand against it. <laughs> so you'll just get it with your two hands and just rip it apart. Rip it apart. Rip it apart. And then eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Raw. <laughs> Raw. And no. I'm fine. No, you see, I think you see, I think you're right. You see, I'm aware that I'm going overboard, uh, because it's it's just I just don't I just don't like it. Just don't I like know. it. Do you think that maybe 
the answer. There's no answers here. We're not looking for answers. We're looking for compassion for the situation. But mm. do you think you're going to downgrade chicken to maybe a once a week type meat? No, it hasn't. It hasn't gotten in my way that way where I avoid altogether. Right. Um, I suppose what I'm doing could be classed uh, as classic um, safety seeking behavior, which is safety seeking behavior. Yeah. Putting in all these um, uh, steps to my dinner making process, which means I feel safe and contained. Right. And if I was doing a good old blast of CBT. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing what they would suggest is exposure therapy where you basically confront a chicken phobia yeah you ring up the chicken farm and you said put them on put it on the line put, them, put one on come on it's time I just need to have a do a face on. one of them yeah and then just face like literally face your fear um, but I'd say you know it would be like now, I'm not trying to do any of this, but I'm just guessing that like the CBT therapist would say, um, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, cut your chicken without the the, the fork, mm-hmm. you know, cut it with the knife and your hand, like, like, as get in there, the average way of doing it. And then, um, and then just like wash your hands afterwards, because that's common sense. And then don't maybe and you back the whole kitchen. Right. Yeah, w- wash your chopping board with soap and water. Yeah, that's common sense. But don't, don't go, go to, to far reaches of the kitchen where the chicken hasn't even been. Been, yeah. And don't go texting your dinner guests the next morning going, are you dead? <laughs> or do you have the shits? Or etc. You know, in that ballpark. Don't do yes. any of that. Because there's no need. Yeah. There's no need. That's just a more seeking, safe, safety-seeking behaviours interesting though that mm. you've managed to now see your trail you know the the things that you you need to do to 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 not let it get get out get out of hand for you yes now if, yeah you see that's it if i was to go oh god no i'm so terrified of chicken now that's it chicken is banned from the house yeah i would be able to tell that i've gone into danger zone there with that now. right that phobia has taken over yes because you're making the chicken more powerful than you absolutely and the chicken is dead the chicken is dead. The chicken does not have any power over you. No. You no. are the god of your own reality, Phil. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. But you summed it up very nicely there, which was also that. Is it more a case of now I'm afraid of hurting somebody else through mm. the the medium of chicken? And yeah, <laughs> I would have that still. Right. But again, I would have to maybe apply a CBT approach to that, which is. The responsibility pie chart. Yeah. I mean, maybe that wouldn't work in that situation. So if Yaz comes over for dinner and Yaz gets the shits, whose fault is it? Um, mine. Well, I mean, okay, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that brings about. But I mean, it's like things like, I suppose it's right. I suppose it's one of those things where. It's not like this at all, but I'm going to use it as an example. You know when somebody is taking the mickey out of you and you're having a really good time because you know that person is genuinely loves you and they're and they're free to take the mickey out of you because you're not getting offended by it. And then mm. you know there's other people who take the mickey out of you and you go, you don't like me. And I know that everything that you're saying is is, is a barbed, it's not even, it's like, a, it's like a, you know, you're trying to cover up the insult under a joke. And... Yes. 
I think in that way, it's like, I know that you would never try and poison me. So if I did go to your house and I did get poisoned, I would know it was never your intention to poison me. It would always be your intention to give me a good meal. Mm. But other people, not naming names, I would not be surprised if they tried to poison me. What what have you done? (laughs) Too too many things is what it is. And, And that's why I won't go to their house for dinner. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You could be getting some grotty chicken. Exactly. And I won't. Yeah. I won't, Phil. No, no. But that was it. That was that was my worry. Um, immediate. I yeah. that that happened this evening. In I, fact, I, 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 it was a bre- I, I, it was a fresh one. Yeah, it was fresh. In fact, I left a large portion of the chicken on the plate. It was it was cooked. I just didn't fancy the texture. And oh. I'm not one to really leave much of my dinner behind me. You know, I love That's my very, dinner. Uh, interesting. Maybe, maybe because you knew you were going to come and talk about it. You're already going, I don't mm. want to have eaten it all because I don't want that mm. in my mind. No, it's all in my belly. Mm. When I'm just, puzzling through it all. Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... It's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Can you tell your friends? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. worry this week i feel like a now a little bit of worry paying up there i feel like i've gone okay yours is over now me see that's yeah. an, that's a worry isn't it no. it's it's no, already that's what this program is this program this is what this I is know. i know well, listen because that's the thing is i know we could go on for like six hours just talking on uh, two worries that's the thing so mm. just being mindful of the time as well because people people be listening to this but they also have to do a shop <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have to do their homework 
many things. Many different yeah. things. Um, well, my worry, oh God, it's kind of like, how do I explain it? Well, I explain it easily and I'll explain it like this. I have this thing and I've had it for years where... So at the moment in the pandemic situation, mm. I am working at home. I'm writing at home. So I don't get up out of bed until about a, 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 like a healthy solid half nine to ten. Mm. Right. Nice. Roll, rolling out of bed at that time. Now, there's some building work going around like across the road, but like a little bit far away from me. But around 7 a.m. they start working. Now, if I get woken up before I'm ready to get woken up mm. it's like I go into this panic I go into mm. this really really deep dark fear that something really bad has happened and I yes. get like they wake me up at seven I wake up I'm I'm like oh my god oh my god then I go to the toilet usually because I drink a lot of water so I get mm. up I go to the toilet and then I have to try and talk myself down from not from the toilet it's not how I <laughs> It's a regular, it's a toilet at a regular level, um, but I have to talk oh, myself. Oh, you've got that toilet that has a, this has whole stepladder up to it and a. <laughs> the ceiling toilet, would... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ceiling yeah. toilet, TM. Yeah, I invented it myself. <laughs> you want a long flush. You want a big long flush all the yeah. way down. All the way, the, the length of your wall. That's how you know you've got a good flush. Well, it was after you got very conscious about getting all your steps in in a day. <laughs> So you kind of wanted a bit of a, a lead up to the jacks, didn't you? So you asked your landlord to put it in especially. Can I just think, extend that toilet just for, yeah. thanks so much. Um, so I do have to talk myself down, um, mm. both physically and emotionally, from the toilet. And from this, this state of mind of like, like extreme panic. And I'll get mm. into bed and I'll say to myself, okay, you just need to go back to sleep for a little while. Even if you just go back to sleep for an hour. You're going to wake up and you're going to feel so much better. And I do. Mm. Every time I wake up like an hour later, I am in, I, I just that fear is gone. And I don't mm. know what it is. Like I have some, th of course I have some thoughts. I've gathered some thoughts around the subject. Um, but I, it's, it's really, it brings me back to when I was a kid and like when I was a teenager, getting up to go to school, which I never liked. Mm. And I think also like getting up, I don't know like again it's like one of those things where like get like when you're a kid obviously you don't have any control over anything and mm. you're very reactive to people's moods and to people saying this that or the other to you and I think that I as the youngest child in my house was always in the the seat of reaction to either my mother or my sister and I don't know if there's a thing of I used to be quite anxious in the morning because I because of school, but also because if I had had a fight with my sister or a fight with my mother or whatever, I'd I'd wake up in a state of, oh, God, we're, I'm still in the middle of this fight kind of thing. Does that make any sense? I don't even know. No, no, I, I think. Well, I I totally get you with the waking up feeling frightened thing. Um, yeah, I just really don't feel safe. That's what it feels like. Yeah, especially when you've been, as you were saying, like um, woken up before you would naturally kind of wake up. Mm. I remember saying to a friend once, we had to get up early for something. And um, I said, uh, you know, do you ever, I just felt awful. Basically the morning that I woke up, I just felt awful. And I went, do you ever just, do you ever just wake up feeling really on edge? And they were like, um, no. <laughs> and I was kind of like, right, because 
I, I, obviously I've lost track of the amount of times I've just woken up in the morning feeling absolutely just terrified just mm. terrified and mm. it's like where is this coming from and, and like what you were saying there I think it, co- it is it's very child teenager mm. very that and I think it's like just listening to you talk, I was thinking yeah where does that come from I think it's just that thing of yeah school and just you're like I just don't know what today has in store yeah and it could be uh, yeah it could be awful and I just don't want to face it like it could be awful well I think I've been talking about this a lot because like you know in terms of like children now being born now and mm-hmm. all of the things that we know about them and how to speak to them and how to soothe them and how to help them self-soothe and I don't know if it was just the era that I was growing up in that we were growing up in and mm. in RLS as well mm. where I just felt like everything was a like how do I say this without sounding like I'm dissing where I'm from? Look, I love where I'm from. It's great. But mm. they, there was a real mentality of, oh, well, you can't do that. Like there was just a real like things. It was quite a negative time, I think, in in our in, in the life of the people around me and the life of the country that we were in at the time. I don't know. But I don't I don't see that in people in Ireland anymore. I think it's a more kind of positive, upbeat vibe at home. But just whatever it was, it was like everything felt really hard and it felt like everything that you wanted to accomplish. I had a lot of people saying to me, well, you'll never do that. You know, I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to Mm. do all these things. And I know it was a million miles away from being a possibility or from what I'd grown up around. But just it was like a blanket. Now you'll never do that. Mm. And I think there was something about that where I felt an awful lot like I had to fight to be validated and fight to be. To, to just have my my sense of self and my dreams and 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 just that thing of like well let me try and mm. so I think I was always a little bit on edge because I always felt like there was something and also I don't know if you had this experience as well just being a teenager even within my group of friends who I really liked we'd fight with each other an awful lot mm. and sometimes you know we were a gang of like four or five we'd turn on each other and, you know, all of a sudden yeah. one, someone was getting the piss taken out of them left, right and centre. Mm. And and I don't know if it was that as well, where even within my group of friends, it sometimes didn't feel like a particularly safe place. Yeah. Because when, once yeah. you were out or you said something, you were out and then that was it, you know. Mm. Rejection. It's rejection of the gang. So I, I, I find it out once that one of my friends, so I, I, I was in a little gang of friends as well. And I found out once that... Uh, Two of my friends had gone into town without me. Oh no, Philippa. That hurt my feelings. Did you express it or did you bury it down no. deep? No, I had to pretend like I didn't care, but I really cared. And I See, thought about it a thing. lot afterwards. I thought about it an awful lot. Oh my, well that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it, we're all... Because you're at that age where everything, you're very sensitive to stuff. Mm. and you don't know like things shit like that happens and you don't have the life experience to go look at fuck them or whatever your response yes. now as an adult would be um or like you know their loss or whatever you know you're <laughs> yeah. just like you're just like oh god oh they they wanted to do stuff without me because obviously i'm a shithead and i'm not because cool, everything goes back to being cool i'm yeah. not cool enough and they don't like me and oh you just feel things very deeply um, you do also I think it's no go on Phil no. I was interrupting no I was ju- interrupting I, th- I, I think it was <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
know what you said. I, I interrupted you now. I'm like, I said, I, I'm interrupting and I'll own it. And then you just oh. gave me a look like, what? What? <laughs> because I was going to interrupt and go, what? What did you say? And then I was like, would you let, would you let the woman talk for fuck's sake? Because I would start talking over you then. No. Um, It's like, I think at that young age, you're just, you, you are experiencing the world very much through other people's treatment of you mm. and how they either accept you or don't accept you like you don't have your self-confidence yet to go yeah well yeah well fuck yay or whatever yeah that you're you, you're not as I don't think you're as resilient to rejection you're just far too sensitive to it that's so. true but I, I wonder who I wonder if if we will now instill the children that are growing up they're about to be teenagers and everything with this thing of like problem solving and being able to like say that like in that situation being able to say to your friends I'm a bit disappointed you didn't ask me to go to town with you like I understand but mm. I was a little bit disappointed and my feelings were hurt I mean I know it's a different thing because the teenage mind is going through huge amount of change and there isn't the emotional maturity to deal with that but mm. I, I think it's there, there's a danger of like I'm only realizing now that there, I'm still holding on to things and and holding on to ways of being that are still quite teenaged. In the fact that like I don't sometimes do exactly what I just said there, with grown people, where instead of being like if I'm angry or annoyed with somebody, instead of saying to them, "Listen, I'm angry and annoyed with you," um, let's have a chat about that. I I play the victim, and I go and I tell other people, "Oh, this person pissed me off," and then. I look for that person to go, oh, I'm that's so bad because you're such a lovely person. And then I go, I, have, I am a lovely person and I'm going to go back over here and be a lovely person. Whereas it would have felt better in the moment if the person was trying to piss me off or whatever or, or be, being deliberately provocative, let's say, mm. that I would stop and say, hey, what's going on with you? It seems like mm. you're trying to get a rise out of me or whatever it might be, because that would make me feel like I was a grown up person. And mm. I, that would give me self-esteem and self-confidence. Mm. But I'm still doing the same thing I did when I was 15, which is to go, she was mean. Or he was is mean. That, is that because, like, obviously, um, believe it or not, I'm not a trained psychologist. But, um, Philippa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, is that because, like, you know, uh, when that kind of level of confrontation or not confrontation would have happened to your first during those formative years and then it's kind mm -hmm. of locked into your teeth. Is that why? I don't I think, know. Well, I think it's like uh, when you view confrontation as something that's very dangerous and I mm. did mm. Um, and I have done for s such a long time um, mm. because my mother couldn't handle confrontation, still can't handle confrontation. And so mm. it, it was that thing of just just if I had a feeling or an emotion, it was just shut up. Just yeah. just just shut up. Shut up. So you, you kind of go, oh, my wants and my needs aren't very important. They're actually quite silly. So I think it's about getting mm. over that and going. It's somebody said when you're having a disagreement with somebody, as long as you keep in mind that it's a basically you're you're problem solving. It's two people who want to have the goal or should go in with the goal of we want to resolve this issue, not mm who's going to win and who's going to lose. Mm. And I very much saw fighting or confrontation as there's a winner and there's a loser. And I yeah. and I don't want to lose. So if I don't want to lose, I'm not going to get into the confrontation. I'm just going to oh. talk shit about that person behind their back. I get you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which yeah. just, again, it's it's an erosion then of your own self-esteem because you're not handling it in the way of going, there's an issue with this person I want to resolve and let us, and even if that person wants to win or w- needs to win or whatever, that you're still going from that angle of, no, I'm going to do the whole, this is a problem we both have to solve. I'm going to do like mm-hmm. a conflict resolution type thing. Yeah. Um, But it, it is, I mean, sorry, this is really far away from the anxiety, but I think, well, in a way, I think my anxiety has a lot to do with that mentality and being a victim for a really long time and playing that role and like learning how to 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 do things like say to myself you just need to go back to sleep for a minute or like for for an hour and mm. you'll be fine when you come out of it like learning that i it, it's not i don't have to get swept up in the wave of anxiety and go right. oh god this is this is terrible and i can't handle this i'm so frightened it's just like yeah you feel frightened right now but i'm just wondering the way I said, like, CBT would tell you to um, confront your chicken germs. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering, would there be anything in getting up at the time that you feel frightened and staying with it long enough to realise there's something to be frightened about? Or would you just good. be exhausted because it's 7.30? It's 7.30. I mean, she's a princess, isn't she? Um, I think there is something in that. I think there's, there is something about, like, just going, there's nothing to... Th- this is, like residual anxiety because I didn't go to bed feeling like this so therefore mm. I don't think this was a natural state that I was supposed to be in when I woke up um mm. it is it's like it's like a ghost of something it's a ghost emotion mm. ghost it's emotion would also though. be a great name for a band oh Jesus but not a girl Christ. band not girl well, girl vibes is a different thing well when we dump the twins and go off on our own yeah we could ghost, ghost emotion. emotion yeah and then the twins are just the twins <laughs> yeah they, that, that's their band or name something. the twins yeah well listen uh, sorry I'm again I'm aware of time and I don't want to go on and on Flelepa that's my name Um, uh, Philip is just my nickname yeah Um, no I just that is no I know it I know that I know that feeling I know it I know it Um, I think we've talked again it's compassion I know we talked about compassion Mm. an awful lot but I do think there's something about going you don't have you're like you're not choosing as in one myself, I am not choosing to wake up in the morning and feel like that. And the more that I can recognize that it's not, I'm not, it's, it's just this weird thing that's taken over me that I don't have to engage with it, that I can just feel the emotion Hmm. with, as you say, like without trying to chase it away, just be present with it and then let it pass through. Hmm. But even when I do that, it's still there. Bombay mix. The Bombay Um, mix. It's a full bag of Bombay mix. Deal with it. Passing through. Uh, like I'd say <laughs> a few years ago I would have let that feeling of massive dread just carry me through the day and I'd just be like it would just hang over me and just put a horrible feeling on me for the day but I think um, I, I got a, a great phrase off one therapist and who was just like you just ask yourself where's the threat where's the Ooh. threat so in that moment you know with a bit of experience on me now I think I'd be able to go what right now actually going on right now in this very moment is there to be frightened about mm. and I would just sit there for a few minutes I'd be like there's, there's actually there's actually nothing there's nothing yeah nothing to be afraid of um but does I your guess... brain sometimes throw out things and go you should be frightened of this and then you just go it's actually that no I... oh yeah because you see I would wake up with that feeling oh, oh god oh god and then my mind would search, is it this thing? Is it this thing? My brain goes, you're going to lose, you're going to be homeless. Right, it would offer I, up a kind of a, a reason I'm, why. 
Yeah, and I'm going, that's so far away from being something that I need to be concerned about today. That, so, um, is that a, like a classic case? Your brain is trying to match up with your, like, so you have a, a physical bodily reaction for some reason. Yeah, which is that, not a fart. Not yeah. a fart. Can we say? No. Increased heart rate. Yeah. A tremor. Tremor. Yeah. Um, some farts. Yeah, some, some, some nervous farts. Um, a clammy palm. A clammy. Whatever. <laughs> you know, physically you're upset. Because it's yeah. you wake up with it maybe with a jolt and go oh yeah, and then your brain searches for the logical reason to that physical physiological um yes yeah. Whereas it's literally it's just it's like as you say it's a fart. Does your brain search through the rolodex every time you have to fart? Does it go oh is that the lasagna or is it the chips? <laughs> <laughs> you just go you don't know it's a fart right? So if you woke up feeling <laughs> panicky. Yeah. You don't go, oh God, is it my tax return or is it the fact that um, yes, yeah. it's rent is due tomorrow? Um, yeah. You just go, oh, it's just that thing. It's just that feeling. Yeah, it's absolutely just that feeling. An emotional fart. And it's an emotion. That's such a, I'm going to think about, about that because I know it's going to happen tomorrow and I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to go, this is an emotional fart. Let it out. Which would be, um, I can't remember the name of our band now, Ghost. What was oh, it? Oh, Ghost em- Emotion. Ghost Emotion. Was it? That would be the first uh, song. Emotional Fart. Emotional Fart. Hi, we're Ghost Emotion and this is Emotional, emotional Fart. Because you may sometimes bands do that where they have their name but then they also have the same name like in the song. Yes. Yes. And then their yeah. album will be called the same name as well and you're like, lads, think, just come up with something else. Can someone do maybe a five minute brainstorm and just yeah. think of other words that might be that like Spice oh. Girls Spice Up Your Life from the album Spice World I think it was Spice World wasn't it I don't know I wouldn't be up on my Spice trivia now I no. liked them I wasn't Which obsessed you, who was your favourite um, initially when they first came out um, I kind of missed them right because I was either <laughs> in the Gaeltacht or I was in France on a bloody exchange or something. and I came back I missed the Spice Girls I was in France Bloody, what's the song? Uh, oh, oh, um, uh, the if you want to be my love, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, that was all it was all the rage when I got back from my travels, wherever the hell I was. And uh, I was thinking, what's this? Who are these? Who are these girls? What? What's, what's this? That? Now? Yeah, and I hadn't even heard the song, and I was like, Ara, this is Loda. You know, I always had this thing of like, oh, is that cool? Well, I'm doing the opposite of that. I don't know if that I won't be me, having like, any extra... of that cool stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes me extra uncool, but I just rejected all things cool because I was like, uh, no. Um, and lo and behold, I heard this, the song on, on the radio. And, and I, actually, taken. I loved it. And I could understand why it was such a big hit. And then I bought <laughs> Smash Hits magazine or Big Magazine or whichever one it was because um, they were on alternating weeks, weren't they? Really? Who were they flipping yeah. it with? All Saints. I thought no, it, no, no, no. Smash Hits would be released one oh, week. Oh, oh! I thought you meant like the Spice Girls were always on Smash Hits, like every other week. No, no. Am I remembering that right? Smash Hits was one week, then Big was the next, and Smash Hits, and they had it alternating I, like that. I, we, I, we didn't get that many Smash Hits bought in our house. Oh God, I was yeah, I was every every week a Friday down to the the news agents, and I'd buy it because I 
I wanted to be in on the know. And um, <laughs> then I saw the picture. I saw the pictures of the girls themselves. Right. And I was immediately intrigued. Yes. And my eye was immediately drawn to posh. Right. I thought she was very classy. Well, she was posh, Philippa. Yeah. Classy so that's spice. why. Cla- classy spouse. Yeah. I couldn't have given a single shit about any of them. Really? Honest to God, I didn't care. They were I, I like I really couldn't have given two shits. I don't know what I was into. I don't know what I thought was better than the Spice Girls, but I was like, whatever. I don't care. Next. <laughs> next, please. Ne- next, please. Bring it on. I don't want any of this stuff. Um, sorry, we've gotten off topic there incredibly, but um, I'm going to try what you say there in the morning. I'm just going to say this is an emotional fart and I just have to ride it out like I would a normal fart. Yeah, just let it, let it out. Like, uh, like anything. Oh, before we um, wrap up for the day, um, because obviously, as we say at the end of all the podcasts, if you have any worries, please write to us at weheartworry.gmail.com. Now, as I was saying to you earlier, we said that all of series one, but we pre-recorded series one without it going out on air. So when we were sending them out, we weren't getting any emails because we'd recorded it before it actually went out which probably mm. wasn't the cleverest thing we could have done but now we've had a few not very nice emails from people saying they like the show and that's been really good not many people have been talking about their worries but we did have one worry from i don't want to say her name because i because she didn't say if it was all right but um one person emailed in and gave like quite a few worries some were kind of like darker some were lighter but one that she did have that i think I really understand is that she is frightened of the radiation coming out of microwaves to the extent that she put the microwave on and then would leave the room. Mm. Uh, that makes, yeah, that would make sense. I remember when, um, and do you remember it was the same with mobile phones? It was like, uh, they give yes. you brain tumours. And we still don't know if that's a fact or not. But we're, we, like, I mean, we sleep with our phones nearly in our own ears. So, Oh my God, constantly. They're around. I don't have a microwave. I don't know if it's because I, I I don't have a microwave. I cook everything. I grow it in the ground. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one because I, I moved in and I just thought, oh, I'll see how long I don't need a microwave for. And I just okay. it just never became a thing. Um, but I think that if I went down the the worry route of microwave radiation, then I mm. it would then leak on into the phone and then I wouldn't use my phone and I need my phone. So I think I've I've yeah. just pushed it back into the back of my mind because I need my phone too much. Yeah. And I think I remember when we got the microwave first and when we were kids, um the kids didn't chip in and buy it. It was my parents who bought it. But we got the microwave anyway. And um there was talk. There was talk of this radiation about oh. like don't I think there was it was um don't stand in front of it when it's on. Yes. And I used to sometimes just to annoy my mom, I'd just stand right in the beam of it. Oh. You know, and check if I was going day glow green or whatever. Um and uh do people still say day glow? I don't know. But uh, fluorescent day glow is I mean, are you worried it's offensive? <laughs> I just think it's it's the word that came before fluorescent and only like it's re- really old school or is it, is I, it I, I think day, day glow is fine okay no it's just you don't hear it you don't hear it listen you don't, you don't hear, hear it anymore no um but 
once we got used to the microwave being a permanent fixture, I think it just the whole the whole standing in front of a thing. Um, we just didn't it just care goes anymore. out your ear, doesn't it? It's yeah. that thing. It's like you learn yeah. how to live your life and all the things that you're supposed to be scared of. Like it's like exactly what we said about the pandemic. Like everybody got used to it and now we just go, yeah, I'm in a pandemic unless it's directly affecting you, which is obviously awful if it is. You go on with your life and you're just kind of don't. And then, you you know, you kind of end up worrying about something stupid instead of going, you're in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe mm. worry about that. Maybe mm. worry about that dickhead, yes, is mm. what I should say to myself from time to time. No, that's not nice. Yeah, no, no actually, I should. Yeah, I'm trying to be more compassionate to myself. Yes, exactly. Stop it. Stop it's it, you okay. sweetie pie. Where's, where's the threat? Where's well, the threat? It's potentially outside your front door. But exactly. In the room with you first thing in the morning, right there and then. You're sh- you, you, in theory, you should be terribly safe. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I think emotional fart is good because it, it does leave me feeling kind of, you know, it's a funny thing to say. And I think it might release, release the emotional fart. Good. Yeah. Well, listen. Oh, as well as the emails. Go on. People, yeah, go on. Uh, listeners, um, write us a review. <laughs> give us a star rating. Give us a star rating only if it's five stars. Don't give us a one. No. Okay. Or I'll find you. <laughs> I'll find you and I'll end you. And cover you in raw chicken. <laughs> um, that's a good point, though. Yes, if you do want to leave us a nice review, please do. We welcome. We welcome it gladly with open arms. Hmm. Yeah. We could do some, I don't know, some kind of ghost emotion merchandise at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a long way off. Let's not. Let's that's, not run before we can walk. Yeah. That's the cart before the horse there. Well, listen, um, we'll call it a day on this particular episode, episode one, series two. Um, thanks so much for, for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Or listen, yeah. no, you'll listen to us next time. <laughs> you, you, you will to listen us. to us next time. Stay Goodbye. Safe. Stay safe and um, we'll talk to you again soon. Um, take care. Bye. Goodbye. It's an S-Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S-Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge-watched this. Anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests help me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think Do you think one of the problems with this show is that seven is too much? It's an S-Pod thing from Great Big Owl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.